I was in a boys club yesterday. I totally forgot to bring this up on the pod, but I felt very proud of myself. I keep putting so, with you, but it's not intentional. <laughs> well, it's intentional when I do it that way. <laughs> Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. What do boys eat? Grab a bagel. I was like, what do boys eat? How are you? Hey. I feel like we're falling apart like a loose tooth. Me and you? I don't know. Are you just feeling stressed today? No. Do I seem stressed? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, for sure. When I'm quiet, do you think I'm stressed? A little bit, but also you're bouncing your leg. I don't think I'm stressed. I think I go through periods of anxiety, and that's why I canceled therapy this week. I just think if she's going to Costa Rica, then I shouldn't have to just move my day. I should get to skip a week. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't just, like, revolve around her schedule. That actually doesn't make any sense. Like, I have to see her every week because I'm on sliding scale. But it's like, what if you're going to go to Costa Rica? I'm not just going to, like, move my day for you. Okay. Are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you, but you sound mad at her. <laughs> I think I'm mad. Oh, I think I am anxious. Yeah. I have to name it. I can feel that. Oh my God. Do you think that this is relatable? (laughs) Being anxious? I don't know. Definitely. Boys, are any of you anxious? I think that's why they listen. Yeah. Because, yeah. That's okay. Well, I'm sorry you're anxious. I also have problems with, I get anxious about, like, my schedule. So if my therapist can't meet on my day, or if I can't meet on my day, and he offers to move, I'm always like, no, let's just skip, because I just, like, can't get out of routine. I know. But it's like, that's probably worse than just going i know whatever they i'm anxious about canceling i'm anxious and not going to therapy and they're all related yeah crazy yeah (laughs) well other than that did you see any boys clubs this week yeah i'm in a boys club i went on a date doesn't matter how it went but before i was going i was like i don't really (laughs) don't ask yeah don't ask i mean it was actually lovely but like um but i was like i don't like really enjoy this so then i googled how long should i first date be (laughs) How long should a first date be? Yeah. You Googled that? And I, someone was like 90 minutes and I was like, second opinion. And then, <laughs> and then someone else said 45 and I was like, totally. And then I found like a really well-written article in Cosmo that said 57. So then I was like, okay, we'll do 50. Wow. Three minutes a, under an hour? Yeah. Because you don't want to hit the hour mark. Fascinating. Yes. And I was like, and this is, so I communicated that immediately, which was totally jarring. I could tell. And I feel like it was probably something where they were like, you don't want it to hit an hour and they decided yeah. on 57 because it was like the exact right quirky little number that's going to attention grab for the article they were literally you know? like set your timer which i did and you had a timer going on this date uh-huh and if that you think that's weird then you're gonna think i'm really weird Listen, <laughs> so the the algorithmic i don't even know the word i like for it algorithmization is that a word of yeah of dating and love is fucking insane with apps and all the how-tos. I know. Fuck the apps. I'm done with the apps. But also, like, the articles that are, like, 57 minutes. It's, like, I don't think it's a one-size-fits-all. Well, here's what I will say about 57 minutes. I, if you're a people-pleaser, then I think it's really easy to just, like, sit there yeah. for so long. Yeah. And learn way too much, but also nothing about a person. When it's, like, just get in and then get out. Yeah, I think that, um, I think you should just feel it whenever it, I, and it's really hard to do. I have never been able to do this on the, any of the dates I've ever been on, but like to know it's not going well and get out of there. I've never had the confidence to do that. No, I just you sit just there and stay. take it. <laughs> I know that's horrible. It was the worst. I know. And like, I just, yeah, 
And I feel like it's like intuitive eating. I can't do intuitive eating because I don't have hunger cues because I was anorexic. You can't do intuitive dating either. I can't do intuitive (laughs) dating. It's like I'm a people pleaser who's anxious. So no, I don't know when I can just leave. So like I need a timer. So what was the boys club? The boys club is... We're setting a timer on a date. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's some sort of boys club around like efficiency and like everyone that read this Cosmopolitan article that was like, yeah, dates shouldn't be longer than 57 minutes. Yeah. And... Do you remember that episode of... Setting Boundaries is the boys' club. Okay. Do you remember that episode of How I Met Your Mother? Maybe it was several. Where, like, Barney has, like, a 15-minute rule of, like... And everybody's like, what an asshole. Like, he just, like, sits on a date for 15 minutes, decides... And perhaps his reasoning was, like, you're not hot enough. But I think that that is coming back into fashion of being, like, let's just figure yeah. it out and move on if we're not ready. No. We're not into it. Completely. Wait. Okay. I just had a memory. Mm-hmm. This one time, like, a long time ago... I went on a date to Park Slope and he simply didn't look like his pictures. And like, I do kind of. And so I was like, walking, I was like, this man is just like, not like, I'm just like, not going to like, I'm just like, not going to buy a house with you. And that's like fine. But like, then I realized I never had seen off Prospect Park. So I like, used it as an opportunity to get a tour of Prospect Park. Okay. But it was like so fucking long. It was like two and a half hours. And I was like, I knew that this was not going to happen the moment that I met you. Yeah. Why did we have to stay on this for so long? Well, do you go into every date being like, am I going to marry this person? No, I go into every date being like, will this person enhance my life? That's good. Yeah. And then I, yeah, I think that's, I don't know. It's like, is it, um, I, I think there's this one that it's easy to be like dates or like job interviews, but like, that's not fun that's not fun at they're all. not job interviews but i think that what you what i liked about the cosmopolitan article was it was like okay you're here to gauge is this am i attracted to this person do we have chemistry yeah is this like fun and like you can do that in f- for sure 57 minutes and at, and at what point does it just become like okay you're yeah. like actually making it worse you're gonna leave this and be like that person was so boring and annoying this is not an original a lot of people are talking about this these days but like how like third spaces are not as common anymore as they used to be. What are third spaces? So the home, work, and then third spaces are places to congregate. So like bars, churches, Where your roommate just went. A library, perhaps. And it did sound fascinating to me that he said he was going to Well, he's going to work at the library, so that's technically... Oh. Because he works from home. That makes... So he's working at the library. Wait, I feel crazy that I was like, you should... Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But so like because there aren't as many third spaces for people to naturally meet, people are meeting on dating apps and stuff like that, and it just makes this like weird like gamified version of dating where there's all these tips and tricks, and it's like, we should just have more spaces where we can like naturally meet people, and things would be much easier, like dating, much more natural and less like... You got to be out of there in 57 minutes. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I know. This is not an attack on you. This is an attack on dating. No, culture. no, 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 no. I don't feel attacked at all by you. I've never felt attacked by you. Okay, good. Um, but I know I think that it's really interesting. Wait, speaking of attacks, though, my boys club this week are the people. No, you just give me a weird look. No, just the people who appraise clothes at Beacon's Closet. Oh, for sure. Also not an original take, but I just dropped clothes off there, and I was like, everybody in here is exactly the scariest person you've ever... Like, they, I think they just hire on vibes. Like, who's, like, the coolest, scariest person we can hire to make you know? And it's like, it, I'm not enticed to sell clothes there. Sometimes they buy the wrong things from... Uh, like, they'll buy something, and I'll be like, you shouldn't have bought that. And then oh. they'll, like, not buy something, and I'm like, no, that's... An, an, like they buy nothing but also then the every they've got 17 mickey mouse shirts there and it's a, and 18 nicks jerseys and my it's like, aunt who died he... was buying all that shit yeah that one that's what that was her vibe okay she was buying the mickey mouse shit you know no and that's no shade to people who want the mickey mouse shit but i'm just like why are there no so... no no we have a we do we have a, we, we need to figure out disney gay is good or bad <laughs> 
We need to figure it out. <laughs> that's the goal of this podcast, and the boys know that that's been an ongoing thing. Um, but anyway, that's my boys' club for this week. Okay, that's a good one. Um, should we bring our guests in? Yes. Okay, boys, our guest this week is Your a dear friend cool. of the pod. Thank you. Um, a local Brooklyn-based comedian, writer, uh, recently kind of went viral for an amazing <laughs> maid of honor speech. So you've probably seen that. Uh, boys, please give a warm welcome to Tina Sieben. Wow, thank you Hi. so much. Welcome, Tina. Yeah. Um, have you ever sold anything at Beacon's Closet successfully? Um, I've sold, like you said, one piece. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to say, Connor, you're talking about the issue with long days. And I want to say you would hate going on a date with a lesbian. That's what I was thinking. I the whole time I was like, oh my God, you would hate the dates I go on. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, how long are they? Okay, here's the thing is I... Um, I think evolutionarily, like lesbians should be filtered out because, <laughs> <laughs> and this is for really the dating reason, which is just, um, I'll leave a six hour long date that mm. I hated the entire time. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Have you spoken with Jesse? Oh my God. Jesse's been on some long ones. Six yeah. hours? You could have watched Titanic two times. That's yeah. like... You could have watched Titanic two times. And the thing is, it never crosses my mind to leave. No, I... I'll look at my watch and be like, well, I got five more hours to go. Oh, it's brutal. <laughs> I, I've been on some I've been on some dates that were like really long like that too. I And just like, you'll just sit there. I, I, I remember in college being in certain like... Is this? Are we gonna hook up? Are we not? Are yeah. we just talking and yeah. then we're just there forever? And then it's like so late that you're like, I actually have to leave now because like, <laughs> yes. the sun no. is rising and I yes. have to go. And we haven't even touched each other. And nothing happens. You're like, okay, maybe that was just a friend hang. And then they'll text you like, Til I should have kissed you. <laughs> exactly. Every time. And you're like, okay, no, no. like what? <laughs> Every time you get the text after, I should have kissed you. You're like, what were we doing? What were we doing for six hours? <laughs> Wait, but what I'm hearing about every single person in this room, which a little bit surprised me about you, is that oh. we're not saying what we want and we're not saying what we mean. And we're not and wow. it, we're not getting what... It's 2023. We got to say what we want. Well, so well, to be fair, these were old experiences for me. But also to be fair, I don't think yeah. I would have it in me to say no now. I'm. It's hard to say that in like a... Dates are so intimate and there's everybody's so vulnerable and I feel really I think I'd feel really bad being like yeah I gotta get out of here this isn't for me it's hard to do you gotta be a little weird you know what I mean like I'm oh, a little weird so like me yeah. even saying it was actually I actually did like the date and I think part of the reason I liked the it Park is Slope because, one or the one you just went on no the Park Slope one he can run hell the one I just went on but <laughs> okay wow. wait was he wow. bad or he just wasn't fun. I just think that if you're going to like put pictures of yourself on the internet, they should like absolutely look like you. And like I said, as someone who pays $40 a year for Facetune to whiten my teeth, but like whatever. And, okay. but I think part of it is because we started off right off the bat where I was like a little weird. And then I was just like, but I'm kind of weird. So then I was like, well now I'm yeah. kind of myself instead of being like, who are you? I was like, hi, this is going to be 50 minutes. And like, what, what, what are having a good time? It's like, no, 50 minutes. I'm setting a boundary. And that's it. I said that I use the words. I'm setting a boundary. Yeah, fair enough. That was it. Yeah, I I wish I w had it in me to like. Me too. Just really eloquently say like, hey, like this has been really fun. Thanks for doing this. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know you how people like, out. people down yeah. easy like that. I just yeah. don't. You can build in a hard out always. The problem is that then it's like, well, what if you actually do want to go? Fuck, and mm. that's hard. Mm. Yeah. Well, then I think you could, if it goes well, I think you could set a hard out, and then if it totally. goes well, you can be like, I had that in case, but this is going really well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like it's so easy to be like, You want to fuck? Yeah. I was going to yeah. leave, but I'd rather fuck. <laughs> when you're into the date, there's nothing easier. I know. But when it's when yeah. you're not, it's just the worst. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you're right. I, I was thinking that when you were saying that too, when you're like a two hour date, I was like, that's a warm up. That's, that's the just, first act. So. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that is. That's just for the Wait, I want to liberate yeah. lesbians. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Stop doing it's that. Something. I'm sure. It's part of the culture. I'm sure if you like interviewed bartenders at like Ginger's or Henry oh, Hudson's, they've God. got some stories of people like open to close. Yes. Like, gotta long be. dates. Yeah. What do you talk about the whole time? Are you talking about so much? Yeah, you can just, you know, you can put in. trauma. I was going to say, <laughs> it's really big. Does this happen to you where people will, like, dive right in on the first date with, like, oh, so, like, how do your parents feel about your life? No, I feel what? like I do that, and then no one even asks me back. I say, are you medicated? Oh, no. And no one even says, are you medicated? And and then I never, they okay, never well, that's an Okay, well, that's an interesting question to start with. I always have are to you say, medicated? you always have to say, what is your rent? How much money do you make? And are you medicated? And if those questions are... That's what you start with you, on the first date? No, like you have to say it at some point in the date. And if that's what like... you mean you have to? You have to. <laughs> and this if that's... the Connor Janda book of dating. Connor, a single person, by the way. minutes. You set your timer. <laughs> you get those three in before the end. Well, it did get this one guy though. Literally, you have to ask at some point, and because and if that's weird to them, then they are never gonna understand me. But it it convinced that one guy to love bomb me, and I thought that was pretty cool. So like, <laughs> love bomb you? Do you like being love bombed? Um, yeah. It does feel kind of good. Yeah. yeah, I well, I like the I don't like the bomb part actually. <laughs> I like the person part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think um, it depends. If it's like a if you're into the person and they just come on strong. It feels great, but when you are not into somebody and they're coming in you hot and heavy, you're like, "This is yeah." So which I yeah, I really don't like. Yeah, I'm definitely one of those people. It's like, if you look happy or interested at all, I think that's really annoying, which is so bad because like you look happy or interested at all. If you're like, I am. Like I think there is this element that's like, I want what I can't have. No, totally. Yeah, but she's in Costa Rica, and then when when I can have it, it's like, well, okay, yeah, maybe maybe not, yeah. No, that can feel really good. Yeah, no. We've been trying to unpack his dating preferences for a while. This is episode 47. But I'm not. <laughs> no dating apps in February starting, starting now. No dating apps. I'm trying to like get rid of them. Fuck the dating apps. They're so yeah. boring. Yeah, How do you feel really about hard. dating I'm apps? I'm not on a single dating app Good anymore. for you. What? Yeah. I can't do them. I don't. I, I can't interact with people in a normal way. <laughs> no, it's it is hard, weird. though. It's, it's so, so, so hard. It's so weird to, like, to cold DM yes. someone based on photos. Yeah, and, and then also I kept... I think I'm, like, terrible at judging someone's profile, so I kept going on dates where, like, immediately would would interact with them for, like, 10 seconds and mm-hmm. be like, this is never... Yeah. Like, I could have... If we had met in person, you know I would have known immediately. Yeah. yeah, but now we've, like, wasted all this time, like... So maybe so, we should join, yeah. like, a running league. A running league? Yeah, like something like an activity-based thing. Well, comedy, actually. I was going to say, it's not like we run into people all the time and are constantly at bars. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. That's really true. Do you guys get ass out post-shows? No, no, I'm upset. Um, I've gotten hit on a couple sometimes. I actually just, the other night I did, and it was overwhelming but yeah um, it's so overwhelming yeah like, so i don't i just I mean, came here to do a set yeah <laughs> i don't like it when uh audience members do that it's not yeah i mean it's very sweet that people want to like i don't know but it, it, i think it's well intended but i am always yeah. like well especially because i'm in a relationship so it's like i don't totally I extra don't want don't that. you think it's good this when... is a safe space to brag but, like... <laughs> <laughs> but i like all of the relationships i've ever been in have been through not through dating apps. They've been mm-hmm. through like meeting people 
like friend of friend or more naturally. Yeah. I've never had good luck with dating apps. I've been on like a couple, but it's always been weird. And I would always like DM them for way too long. And then we go to set the plans up and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, that's the thing. You're not, that's a, there's a rule to that. I forget what it's called. You shouldn't be talking to someone for more than... Yeah, you should go right to the plans. I think it's the Mona Lisa rule. It's kind of like if someone's, like, hot and you think they're interesting enough, like, yeah, like, go, like, sit with them for 57 minutes, but... And that's Mona Lisa. I forget what it is. I don't know it's the Mona Lisa rule. There's some rule that's, like... Or, like, theory. That's, you like... you look at the Mona Lisa too long, it's not fun anymore? Wait, there was this one guy that was really lovely, and he worked at Barry's Boot Camp, so I was like, that's hot. And, like, we were talking for so long, and I literally was like, I like, stop talking to me. Like, either, like, we're going to, like, make out or not. I don't want to talk to you. I don't yeah. have a friend. I don't have friends. Yeah. Actually, I'm trying to cut people. So, like, anyway... But I, there's this theory that, like, if you were talking to someone on the app for too long, then you develop this, like, idea in your head of what they're uh, like yeah. that they will never live up to. Yeah, totally. So it should be, like, yeah. cut well, to the chase. who are we talking to about Grindr and how it's, like, people, I think, sometimes give it a weird rep because it's, like, sex or hookup first and then whatever. Yeah. But there is something, too, like, hooking up Damien? with somebody. Maybe. I think maybe it was. But, like, hooking up with somebody off the bat. Yeah. And then after that, you're already, like, there's some walls down because you did something so intimate together. And so, like, your, like, post-hookup chat is probably going to be, like, pretty casual. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it does, like, kind of get you to a point where you're, like... And obviously, like, I feel like that's not for everybody. And also for, like, straight women who date cis men could be scary to go hook up first. (laughs) So I don't recommend that for everybody. But I do think that there is something to, like... I don't know, breaking those walls down first and then like the rest of the conversation probably. At least you'll know. I don't know. I think you have to figure out if there's like a physical connection and especially it is really challenging on a first date to be like, let's go make out. Yeah. So it's like, well, it gets rid of that problem. Do it right away. Yeah, that's true. It's not always that hard though. One of my friends has this thing where she just goes, do you want to make out on the street? Love. (laughs) And it works like 100% of the time. Oh, for sure. See, she's like a little weird. And I feel like you just have to be a little weird in this world. That's true. Yeah. A little weird. A little weird, a little direct, a little like. Yeah. But it's also like you're you're not leaving wherever you are and you're not going somewhere. Yeah. It's very low commitment. Yeah. Just on the street. It's like just on the street. That's one of my favorite things about when it's warm out in New York is people making out on the street. Yeah. (laughs) Summer of love. Kind of today. I feel like today is spring. Today feels really nice. For the boys at home, it's 40 degrees, but <laughs> <laughs> it was eight the other day, so we're feeling we good. We gotta change our standards. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like you're direct in dating? Um, I think it depends. I think what's really um, crazy about me on when I date is that I start out really direct, and then I the more I get to know someone, the shyer I get. Sure. <laughs> and yeah. I think it really confuses people. <laughs> I Wait, think they're like, oh, she's being really standoffish now standoffish now yeah and i'm like oh i got shy yeah now i care about what you think totally <laughs> Whereas before like if i don't care about what you think i'm gonna be so weird i'm gonna be so direct oh it's like doing uh, a show for an audience of people you'll never see again versus yes. if your friends are in the audience totally. and you're like well now there are stakes yeah, yeah totally now there are stakes. yeah i'm just imagining you being like ah! and then someone says i came out to my parents when i was 14 and you're like okay i'm so done with <laughs> oh you no nope. done with this conversation but that is a big part of like 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 dyke dating little alliteration there yeah, is that there is a lot of like trauma bonding over like there's so much trauma bonding i'm trying to move pining. away from trauma bonding <laughs> say it again i'm trying to move away from trauma bonding yes yes yes, yes. but it's so much like yeah like so how good. do your, how do your I don't parents gay men feel trauma bond and maybe that's because we don't I think analyze that's probably trauma a, i wonder if that's like a raised a man raised a woman type of thing um, you know i wonder if that's some like yeah. residual toxic masculinity stuff yeah because like i feel like so much of like 
lesbian dating it's it is like yeah how do your parents feel well tell me an ex story you know what i mean there's yeah. always that kind of stuff like comes yeah. up and it's so yeah every i feel like all the first dates uh, well maddie's different because we were like friends first but like other first dates i've been on it was like friends wow we learned a lot fast <laughs> you know do you you guys you don't feel that way you're like, I've never learned anything about anyone. I don't know. I think it depends. <laughs> I mean, every date is different. Yeah. But that's probably why a physical connection is so important to you. Yeah. I think my love language is physical touch. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Which I used to not think at all. I used to think it was the end quality time. I used to think the absolute opposite of those things. Yeah. I don't think I do need words of affirmation. I think I need words of affirmation from like in life, but I think like romantically, I don't need words of affirmation. Yeah. I think physical touch and quality time but not a lot of time not quantity time quality time i was gonna say okay. quality time sounds like you're setting a timer it's, really <laughs> it's gonna be 57 good That's... quality minutes well this I also just... might partially be me well like my brain i do get yeah like there you've seen it where it's like okay we got to take a walk around the block now like yeah. uh, my brain deflates a little mm-hmm. and i'm very extroverted but like i get exhausted of people yeah and so I think at a certain point when you're just like talking to this person and you're like, it's a new person and you just get tired and like, and then you leave it and you're just like tired. And like the last however many minutes of that person, you were just like a zombie and like yeah. kind of annoyed with them and like waiting for them to end it. It was just like, no. Oh, waiting for somebody to wrap up the date. Wrap oh, it yeah. up. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. These um, men out here are fucking mess. Well, I was on one date. I got to say, can I say this? I don't know. I might get in trouble. We might have to cut this. I don't know. We might have got this. I haven't even told you this happened. <laughs> I don't know if this is bad. Okay, well, say it first. I was on a date with this guy, and I said that he asked me what I was reading. And I was like, okay, I've just started reading, so you're lucky that I have something <laughs> oh to my say. God. And I said, detransition, baby. And then I said what it was about. And then he said, I don't so know if in a joke or in a not joke, he said, are trans people funny? And then I said, <laughs> you mean all of them? Yeah. Like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I actually, no, I don't know if this is really bad. We have to cut this and if I made it horrible. No, you can't cut this. I'm going to call back to it later. <laughs> but like, <laughs> he said, and then I was like, you mean like all of them? Like I was it's like, are you making a You're joke? Like, are you asking an earnest question? I was so yeah. confused. And so shout out to my dad though, because I just said this to a couple of people and some of them like were like, well, I think he just means XYZ. And my dad was like, that's so weird. Don't see him again. And I was like, fuck yeah, good for you. Jesus okay, fucking Christ. Yeah, Listen to the yeah, fucking pod. But yeah, like, but, it doesn't sound like he was joking. But there's this one cis guy, the one that responded to that thing about they in my story, if you're following along, that like defended and was like, well, I just think he means blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, the cis gay men are broken. We're so broken. We are like so broken. We're like yeah. such a mess. But what that was crazy. But being funny? Is it a funny book? I don't know. No, really it's not a funny book, even a little bit. And then I was like, I don't know. I wonder what prompted him to say that. But it made me think so much about that guy in my DMs where I said they mm-hmm. about, where it was like, oh, cis gay men are like, I think we always say Hell's Kitchen, but I think Chelsea is the same thing. So it's like the Chelsea Hell's Kitchen gays are just like, yeah. so, conf- like, just, we're so bad. Well, I think that there's, I mean, there's a lot of, like, I feel like a lot of the um, internalized shit that a lot of gay men yeah. deal with has to do with like you're being girly, you're being like a girl, yeah. and that being a, perceived as a negative thing. And then there's, of course, like a lot of people raised men who are queer who like do have some gender bending stuff. Maybe yeah. you're drag, maybe you're trans women, maybe you're non binary. And so there's like also this like under, I don't know, I feel like that they're, they're extra 
aware of like gender totally. stuff because they have some internalized stuff so going much in, on. Yeah, for sure. I think more so than even like lesbians do. I mean, I don't no, know. There's some turfy totally. stuff going on, of course, in lesbian spaces, yeah. but it's like way less because there's such a history of yeah. masculinity in right. like butch lesbians that it's like not as much of a thing also i think um if you're a lesbian like you find it hot when someone dresses bad yeah <laughs> which is like so easy so good i feel like gay men like you guys have the culture is so like body intense like yeah. really scrutinized and like everything that it, yeah i'm like it sounds so hard. It's, it's the male gaze on the male it's physique. It's the male gaze on the male yeah. physique. And it's, it's toxic everywhere. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the male gaze is not, it's not great. But then I felt like I didn't handle it well because I was like, okay. And then the date ended and I said, when, like the date ended shortly after. Mm-hmm. But it was like, you know when they say that people are going to come up to you and say, do you believe in Jesus? Yeah. With a gun. And if you say what no, they're going to shoot you. Catholics you? train you for this. They're like, one day someone's going to say, do you believe in God? And if you say no, then God's going to burn you down. And like, well, this is the whole story of Columbine, which we talked about in a really early episode, is that one right. of the girls in Columbine, they said, which is like, her name is Cassie. I'm so sorry. And we, but my levels are bouncing off. Just, just turn it down just slightly. But, um, okay. so when this happened, I was like, oh my God, this is my, this is the time. This is the time. I, this is, this man saying crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like, what? <laughs> the lord testing you i didn't do a good job that's so funny it was fascinating bad. well i know i hope he figures out whatever he needs to figure yeah. out yeah i know um so strange should we start asking some boys clubs what's a boys club that you're in, not in um a boys club i'm not in is <laughs> for the boys at home my radiator is going off because it's really not that hot it's outside hot today. right like that that radiator's hot that's one of those things if you touch we burn our hands off i mean i think you wouldn't want to put your hand on for too long if you touched it really quickly you'd be all right cool yeah, yeah. anyway boys okay. club you're not a part of boys club i'm not a part of is um i want to know how to sew so badly yes so i want to make my own clothes like I want to do, I want to hem some pants. Yeah. I want, I want to like rip a hole in my jeans and be like, I can fix that. Oh. You know? Yes. Do you know Issa? Yes. That was so dumb. Yes. <laughs> they're quite, Hi, they're quite good friends. <laughs> I just like, you don't believe so I was texting Issa last night. Shout out. <laughs> Issa. Does hey. Issa sew? I don't uh, no. I don't think so. Wait, I'm telling you, I was in it. her room getting okay. a tour and like, okay. I'm pretty sure there was like a sew thing. Issa, if you're listening, write in and let us know. What do you um, mean by sew thing? A sewing like, machine? you know, one of those things that you sew, like that you just like, um... You think crochet? A oh, needle? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. You think crochet probably. Oh, crochet, not, yeah. But I don't crochet even know is if... cool. I want to crochet, but sewing specifically. Yeah. I don't know I'm if like, Issa crochets. Here's the thing. I, I believe in sewing, but just like as someone yeah. to theater growing up, the costume people were such fucking dicks. No, totally. And I think I have a lot of... I think the reason that I've never learned is because I associate it with a lot of negative things. Huh. Um, I didn't know it I had the stereotype in the theater. I think it has that. Wait, I think, like, internalized misogyny. I'm like, sure. I'm not going to sew. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and now I've grown up and I'm like, I want to sew so bad. <laughs> it's one of those things, too. And I think about... There's quite a few skills like this like yeah. that I'm like... Fuck, I wish I could have gone back to March 2020 and said yes. this is going to be a long time. Here's the things you need to learn. Yeah. And sewing would have been like one of them. So here's the things sewing, you need to do to your face. Yes. <laughs> here's, the, here's the filler you need to get. You know, because I, I feel like, especially in the beginning, we were all just like, oh, who knows how long this will last. And then yeah. after a while, I was like, this is really dragging on. And then we just got, like, had we set totally. out knowing, it was yeah. the not knowing that I think made us 
not really commit to anything if you knew it was going to be this long and you could like mark like mark out what you were going to do and like what you're going to learn and like have a plan for it i think i would have learned so much more. we needed someone to say hey babe you're gonna be fine but like those because remember at the time everyone was like it's not the time to write your novel it's not the time to do your project it's the time to just like be like just be we're all going through trauma that was like the narrative yeah that was happening yeah and it's like maybe write it Maybe write the novel, write it. Well, not even, I, uh, truly like n- like skills like sewing yeah. or like learning yeah. to cook for real. I would have loved yeah. to have like oh used the time to yeah. do that. Skateboard, I would have loved to learn some more skateboarding That's tricks. That's great. Things like that, you know? But instead yeah. I just kind of like listened to a lot of podcasts and shot hoops in my parents' driveway for hours. Wait, time. I want to know more about the, the drama department sewing Wait, stuff. Wait, I didn't know you were a theater. I wasn't really, but I did do one show what in my it? entire school. And you're like, and the costumer was <laughs> It was an like a, a funny Cinderella that they, it was Cinderella, but they rewrote it with like new characters. Okay. It was supposed to be like funny. Um, so they did Tina put air quotes around funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who were you? <laughs> I love to weaponize air quotes. <laughs> I was this old, um, I was called the old maid. I was an old woman. Yes. Um, who was like, supposed to be so funny um wait i was an obese child which is totally irrelevant but when i was in middle school we had fiddler on the roof and all of the i was in sixth grade and all the fifth graders and sixth graders got worse in the ensemble were sons air quotes but um well no actually literally were cast as sons yeah but then since i was obese they made me be a papa so then because i was like looked too old <laughs> <That's sad. What? laughs> and now i'm a comedian that what an origin story. <laughs> yeah. So you were a papa? Yeah. Oh. The papas. Whoa. The papas. But then the director. Who was, was it not because you had a baritone voice? I don't, no, I don't think I did have a baritone voice. Not at the time. I think I was an, an obese alto. Is that bad? Yeah. You're a baritone that? now, aren't you? Thank you. Yes. People confuse gay with baritone. They, they are like All gay the with time. tenor. Yes, they All think the I'm time. a tenor because I'm gay. And it's like, no, my, my voice. Actually, remember when you made my voice even lower? And it was sick. <laughs> the boys at home will have already heard this, but there's a, an episode that we were just editing and the computer kind of like fucked up the garage band. And so it like randomly for five seconds made both of our voices super deep. And I was oh listening, I was editing and I was like kind of like doing something while I was listening for cuts. And I was like, did if I, do I have like a YouTube video up or something? I like didn't even recognize my own voice, and then I heard what I was saying. I was like, "Wait, that's me!" And then I sent it to you, and you were like, "I still sound gay." It was never the pitch. <laughs> I think it's the way my words you fall off at the end, and that's okay. Yeah. Wait. Hey, so you were in Cinderella, and the okay, costumer yeah. was a nun. A nun? What? I don't know. He's mapping his own life onto you. (laughs) Wait, also, one time in middle school, I was in a show, and I had, like, a throwaway role. Like, I probably had, like, one line, but I was playing this, like, mom, Mm -hmm. and the director, who was an English teacher, pulled me aside and was like, we got to teach you how to walk like a woman. (laughs) And she made me walk up and down a hallway, like, 20 times until I could walk like a woman. You were a child. (laughs) I was a child. Also, I was walking. (laughs) Wait, I feel like it was all good and dandy. Suspension of... I think it was good intended. I think she was like, this is acting. (laughs) But it's funny that, like, that moment, you're like, yeah, one day I'm going to go talk about this at Union Hall. And it's going to be a (laughs) trauma story. Yeah, and it's going to be so good. Isn't that crazy, though? That is crazy. The way To look at a child and be like, we got to teach other walk But the person that you're describing... I, we, that, we, yes, that person who's involved with the middle school theater production and like says that should be, and we're, oh, we're just these stories. I'm always 
I now look at them through like a new lens of working with kids myself yeah. and, and the kids I work with are like eight, nine, ten. but I am around on certain days yeah. of the week, like the middle schoolers and they look, our children, they look like children. Totally. They act like children. You're like, that's a child. Yes. So it's fascinating to me when we think back on stories where people treated us like adults when we were children and yeah. it's like, what? what were you like perceiving me as? I was clearly a child. Right. And, it, and it's like, you cannot mistake. You say even... the word child is so funny. To okay. <laughs> Have you guys seen Milk Manor? A, a little bit. I can't wait to watch the first episode. Okay. It's crazy. I cannot wait. Okay. I, I don't want to spoil. Do you know the, the reveal? I don't know if you can. Yeah. About like. I think everyone knows the reveal. Okay. <laughs> okay. So for the boys at home who are not listening, this is kind of a spoiler about the premise, but it's revealed in the first episode that it's like eight or not 10 whatever older women and then the the men that they're dating are all of their sons so obviously they don't date their own sons but they like cross contaminate sons you have to say that <laughs> they really it's it's so we were watching it and somebody goes Freud's gonna have a field day with this like it was it's yeah. so so it's 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 gone too far it's it could have been a really fun show with like you know if they did men like 25 to 35 and women over 50 it would have been an awesome show yeah. that are not related but all this to say there's one of the men is 20 years old Nuts. which is so young and he and you like you realize how young 20 is when you're listening yeah. to him talk you're like oh my god he's a baby he's a child yes. it's ridiculous that anybody is into him right in a sexual capacity yeah and it's like how do they not see that like when i'm only five years older than him and i'm looking at him and i'm like i wouldn't date somebody that age. No, That's a child. Totally. Yeah. Oh my god. That's a child. It's a child. That's a child. Yeah. Anyway. Would I thought of another sad story about me and musicals. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, and guys and this is trauma bonding. <laughs> we never got to, after this. We have to figure out. I need to know more about why people with sound issues were mad. Totally. <laughs> I was in Guys and Dolls Junior, uh-huh. and I was like That's kind it. of like an obese child still, but they. Um, had to give me a pillow to put under my shirt like a fat suit and then I told my dad and he's like God they're putting you in a fat suit that's amazing like because it indicated that I like wasn't that bad oh my god that's so fucked up. I know fuck he my dad he was trying his best he was trying his best oh man <laughs> your costumer okay wait. was your costumer mean with the sewing machine our costumer I actually think I had a really nice costumer okay was I yours mean yours was me oh yeah can I can I blow the whistle on her right now blow yeah. it her yeah. kid's a nurse you know the vibe you know <laughs> so her kid's a nurse in Philly and she was just like one of those people who's like I'm the customer of the musical of this unpaid musical and I'm a mom and I don't have a job and I'm here and I'm yeah. rah, and I'm mad at everyone yeah and I just like never really vibed with being told what to do like totally. I like not even like in like I wasn't obstinate but like if you were just like unnecessarily rude I was like no so and I wasn't spoiled I was just like I, I guess I didn't just like fall into line like I was always a little bit of a pistol yeah. and so I just like was like told her the truth and I was like you're being really rude right now and then I was just like 16 and then people got so upset um yeah except for I yelled it actually in front of everyone but it was kind of like wow and then she got really mad and and then was so like, fuck sewing I guess fuck her fuck sewing. literally fuck sewing sewing is like a microcosm of like what power a little bit of power can yeah, yeah. because it, you really do have yeah. the, the key to the castle yeah yeah I I've only ever been on one like film set before and it was for a like a digital sketch but i was blown away by the costume department they are so fucking talented it's great that's what i'm saying is like 
to be able to take like just fabric and yeah. all of a sudden there's like an incredible outfit. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. I was watching a documentary about the making of Game of Thrones. It's incredible. Whoa. It's all nice. about the production people and like how it like and, and kind of how their lives with this yeah. project are coming to an end as the series is coming to an end and like watching these people kind of like see that this huge thing they were a part of come to an end. It's a really beautiful documentary. But the costume people, of course, on that show, you know, they have to do insane prosthetics and, like, yeah. there's lots of creatures and all types of things. So, like, the set design and the costume people, I was like, this is some of the most insane work I've ever seen. Like, it's, I mean, obviously acting is a lot of talent, but I'm like, these people are fucking working. Like, that is real work. I don't yeah. know. I was blown away. They Actually, don't get a lot of um, credit, I think. No. Like, no one really thinks about the costuming. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know. Just one kid, 16 years old, yelling at the lady, trying to do her best. Ugh. She was so rude. <laughs> I, was I, be- so I believe that she was rude. rude. I, I 100% believe you. Yeah. Um, I hated her. No, fair. Her well, name was... I had to cut it now. I, I'm trying not to name names anymore. <laughs> That's really bad. We're trying not to dox people <laughs> in the podcast. We're trying not to cancel people. <laughs> so are, are, you trying to, are you trying to learn to sew, or is it one of those things you've yes, committed to Every not? day okay. I tell a new person, I'm going to take a sewing class. Okay. Um, That's and... why I got sober. I told enough people, and then I had yes, to do it. Yeah, I, like, I have yet to even Google it, but I'm going to take a sewing class. Okay. <laughs> on the pod. I love a class. I love a class. I love a class. I love a class. To like learn, to yeah. like have a new skill. Yeah, yes. structure, community. Yeah. Classes I want to take good. a cooking class theoretically. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be really You could do one-on-one cool. lessons with Maddie. Wait, really? I, she would Maddie's 100% like, Oh, you mean she would teach me? Yeah. Wait, maybe I would do that. You should. Mm-hmm. She's really talented. She wouldn't take your money, but... No, it's no one in that house. Jen, I, I owe Jen money because she would send my money back, so I need to buy Jen a fruit basket or some shit. <laughs> I don't think fruit she wants basket. a fruit basket for me. I have to buy something she can watch rot. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true about flowers. Because you know I also never throw yeah. anything away. So if you get me flowers, there's flowers in my room from October. Like You should dry them. You should hang them upside down. They've dried. They've dried. They've done that it's themselves. <laughs> they've done. I, should, I do love the vibe of that. Yeah. 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 Put them in a dark room. Hang them upside yeah. down. Yeah. All right. Really so sewing. You should get like a little sewing machine. Yes. I should. So my downstairs neighbor has a sewing machine that she has repeatedly told me I can use. Okay, so you've got all the pieces. So the thing is, yeah, okay, to be clear, what's missing is my motivation. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to happen. That's the the hardest piece. That's the hardest hardest piece. piece. Um, It's going to happen. Yeah. 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 Because anybody who has motivation often does find the way. Yes. It's always the... And I have the the way, I just need to find the motivation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I think though, yeah. No, go ahead. The, if you guys like rip a hole or anything, let me know. Yes. I'll sew it up. I know. I want to be the type of person who I'll can just like make all of like who doesn't need to be able to like take that out somewhere. Yes. But I would always have to. I know because yeah. I loved when things like that happen. I just throw it away. Totally. Especially um, in New York though, because you're like, oh, there's a seamstress uh, across the street yeah. or like right downstairs. You know what I mean? There's yeah. always somebody within a walkable distance that totally. you could go to that you're like, well, yeah, the, support your little point. tailor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a tailor. A tailor. <laughs> Wait, did you see Fiddler on the Roof? Yeah. Wait, do you remember that part where there's a tailor? Actually, that's all I have to was say he about a it. Papa? No, that was a really good reference. No, he's a son. Model the tailor. A tailor. A tailor. Oh, um, okay. What's a boys club that you're are in? You I are in. I said it in a weird in. way. Yes. Okay, are you ready for this? Yes. No. People who know my Instagram handle are going to be shocked when I say this. I love the WNBA. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah my okay. Instagram handle is WNBA wife. And I... And I want that to be real for you. 
Yeah, I want to be a WNBA wife so bad. And Tina, I think it can happen. I think it can happen. I Listen, I say this every time I'm anywhere. If there's a WNBA star or player yeah. <laughs> listening, hit me up. If you're listening, drop Tina's line. Drop my, yeah, get in there. Yeah. <laughs> hit the DMs. My only familiarity with it is like, did yeah. you play backyard basketball? Did I watch what? Backyard basketball when you were a child. The video game? That? Oh, the video yeah. game. Did you play that? I played backyard baseball. Actually. Yeah, I didn't know the best. Oh. I didn't even know. But there, that was like an early. It looked like kind of like the Wii characters, but like a previous yeah. iteration. Yes, mm-hmm. I loved that. It's it cute. Crazy cute. how much I loved that because both that was like WNBA players. Yeah. But then that wait did you and then my other thing okay did you watch Double Teamed the musical no the te- the Disney Channel original movie I just stroke the Disney Channel original movie. What's the like? Big so plot? it's about like two hot twins and they're really tall and they play basketball and their dad moves them to this like little town to like play basketball for this team that will help them get into college i don't know and no i never saw classic disney yeah it's so good it's incredible but tina this is gonna happen for you because i would love listen (laughs) you're gonna continue on as a a comedian and you're eventually gonna get floor seats because here's the thing (laughs) it sucks that the WNBA is not as popular as the nba yeah i wish that it were and i wish for all the players that they would get the same notoriety yeah but selfishly for us it will make it easier really to nice. get tickets and <laughs> yeah. floor seats because, especially like since the WNBA is very queer, they might want us yeah. there. So I think they're gonna want us there. Where do they play? The Liberty at- play at uh, the at Barclays. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Um, they don't open the upper levels because they don't need to. But, <laughs> <laughs> really? but we are the t-shirts. At- it means you're gonna get a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. There are there are pros they to it being more intimate. About yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, it's intimate. It's an intimate. That's a great rebrand. Yeah. It's really intimate. It's a little more intimate. But it's, it's so fun, though. I have so much fun every time I go to a game. I, it's on my bucket list for this year to go to a game. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. it's great. It's like during... This, it starts in the late spring and goes through starts the summer. Yeah. 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 Goes totally through the summer. Oh, we have to go. Yeah. We have to we go. We gotta go. I and want a jersey. You can get like day of if you just show up. People are selling tickets outside for like $10. Yes. And yeah. didn't we just get... We just... Uh, Brianna Stewart was not on the team before. We just picked her up. Yep, and that was a crazy. That was nuts. That was That's <laughs> Twitter that day was insane. That's big time. <laughs> She's one of the best players in the league. Yeah. Is that the opposite of the NBA? Like the timeline? I mean, is um, that in the winter? Oh. Uh, kind of. Yes, they play, oh. they don't play in the same season. Yeah. I think there might there might be the slightest bit of overlap for the NBA Finals because I think the NBA Finals are in late May, but okay. it's um just very very brief overlap. Mostly. Yeah, this makes sense. I really want to be a musician's husband. There is something I think so fun about being like I'm a really talented person's partner. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like they're awesome. I just want to be a me. fan. Yeah, like yeah. I think I would do so well with a role of just like my purpose is to love you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a song called Connor, and it's, it's actually yeah. Fine Line, but by Harry Styles. But it's just That's like beautiful. Called Connor. That's beautiful. Uh, who won? Who won best? album last night boo yeah he seems i feel like he's really not did you guys see his performance yeah it was so bad he he seemed like he did not want to be there and he was phoning it in which is totally fair like i can't imagine if there's probably a lot of pressure and he's probably depressed as everybody is but i was like brother you (laughs) should just have not done this wait it's funny they were like actually he's clinically depressed and it's like but if you are you could see it up there and you can also fix it you have so much money get a drug. You know what I mean? Like, also, when he was out. like, people like, what did he say? Like, people like me don't win this. And it's like, 
What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Meanwhile, Beyonce's over there, like, gets, like, ignored for the award every yeah. year. Like, what are you talking Do about? people like Harry Styles? I think people like him. I think that this year, him winning album of the year was kind of like, I don't know. I think there were a lot of good albums. It seemed like a, yeah. a hot category, and that, that was kind of a letdown that he was the one that won. Did you see the video of James Corden <laughs> on the James Corden show when he, Harry Styles... And he walk up to a house in Fort Greene and say, can we film a music video here? And then they like film a music video with the girls in the house. Wait, what's so funny is um, my friend was a neighbor. And I remember getting in the group chat, like a text being like, Harry Styles is on my street. And we all were like, friend was in Fort Greene? Yeah. I really want to live there. She's from there originally. Like she grew up in Fort Greene. I really want to move there. It's really nice. It's really nice. Damn. (laughs) Um, We were talking about your boys club. The WNBA. So anyway, yeah. I think I think it's in the in the cards for you. Let's hope. Let's I also hope. think like an athlete, like it's also so far from what you do, like yeah. your career. So like yes. you can support them in like it's such a different world and like it's, it's such a different. And my whole thing is I'm so attracted to talent, like yeah. in any way. Totally. Like it could just be like you're incredible at washing the dishes. Like yeah. it does not matter to me what you're good at, but like that is so attractive to me. Competency? Are you kidding? Yeah, me? competency. I'm wow. sorry, you're getting above a C in something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's like I think that'd be so fun. Yeah, and then totally. um I guess they could yeah, support me in stand up then. Yeah. So it's kind of an equal trade, but <laughs> I feel like it's um those I are think we two could, like they're really different. Really different, but also like there would be some like the annoying parts of it are gonna yeah. have a lot of overlaps. You guys yeah. would be able to like have camaraderie totally. and understand each other's world, but yes. also like you're never competing for anything. There's nothing, no. you know what I mean? There's no overlap in that She's way. She's going to come home at the end of the night and be like, I pushed my body to the absolute limit today. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I held a microphone for eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> my hand was shaking. I pushed my brain a little bit and then I got a coffee I... and took a nap. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so funny. I think it would be a great time. Well, there are no gay athletes. So I'll never, not obviously. There are no the WNBA has so male. many gay That's not athletes. True. There's yeah. like five. There's not as many There's out. Like five. There's not as many out for sure. But there are. There's a soccer player. Who? His name is. Um, Can't tell you he's not out. <laughs> <laughs> We're not outing people in the pot. No, his, yeah. his name is um, Colin. I'll have to send it to you. He's cute though. We should set you up. Send me up. I'll set you up. How old is he? Um, uh, probably late 20s. Um, Maybe early 30s. Ooh. Wait, people play soccer that long? Yeah. That's fascinating. I mean, they probably, yeah, yeah. It's good to know that we still got time with our bodies, you know? Yeah, yeah. totally. I think it's getting totally. later and later, too. Yeah. And I don't know what the WM, but there is always some WNBA player who's like 40. They, yeah. And she's just shooting threes. Doing good. That's wild. Doing her best. Yeah. Did you play basketball growing up? No, the thing is that I got into the WNBA. I, I know like nothing about basketball, or yeah. I didn't like... I, I got into it like two years ago um, yeah. and it was just like so fun I love the games I love the culture it's like yeah. you know such cool like like the women playing are so cool like so on cool. and off the court like yeah. it's so fun and this is something that people underestimate that's yeah fun about like women's sports it's totally. the same thing with women's soccer it's like there is so much lesbian drama so much yeah contextualizing everything yep and that makes it yep. so much more fun yeah because like there's like i have friends in the nwsl and like there are certain people and that's the uh, professional women's soccer league for the boys at home um there's like sometimes like you can't be traded to a certain team because your ex is there or like they like there's like certain like things where they're just like 
or like yeah or there's drama like there's sometimes like with trades it's like not just like a, you have to go here like they can be like i'm not going there my ex is there and they're like like totally like we can't put you on a team where you guys are not going to be friends with teammates like that's whoa you know? wait that i'm hearing pilot. that's like some l word that's shit like, so <laughs> yeah no it's it's like there's there's drama that's awesome and i'm sure it's the same and then and, uh, i would watch a behind the scenes podcast about that <laughs> that's awesome yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's fascinating i'm uh so anyways they don't have and then men's sports they don't have the same thing no nah, they don't have, they don't yeah. have the same thing i yeah. wish they did could be more interesting but they don't and yet, all the football players are out there slapping each other's asses. I know. It's such a physical game. There's such homoeroticism in football. Oh, my God. They're wearing tights. Is there one gay person over there? There was a there was a NFL player who came out as queer. Like, yeah. okay. There's always some that come out kind of like retroactively yeah. after they're done. I, I feel for them because I think it probably – I hope that it continues to be something that they can do while they play. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of guys do it after they retire or are on the way out because it's like probably just – I'm sure it's not a great environment for it. No, mentally, that would be really tough. Well, yeah. okay, and it's so a lot of attention, too, to be the first anything or to be yeah. out. Like, to have yeah. to come out as a professional athlete is a lot. There are so many gr- Okay, not to, like, be, like, trauma queer on here, but, like, there are so many groups where it's, like, oh, this is, like, bad for queer people a little bit. Because I thought about that last night when um, someone in hip-hop said something about queer people in hip-hop. Well, qu- oh, I don't know. Well, Beyonce thanked the queers. There was something in But Kendrick Lamar that? won. Which is cool. Uh, oh, that's what made me think about it. And he that, has, like, that song his, that's, like, super um, yeah. transphobic. So then... Which I don't think was, like... I don't think he was... It was ill intent, necessarily. Yeah. But it was, like, a song that's very focused on, like, this is my experience with my feelings yeah. about my trans uncle, who I'm going to misgender the whole time and call my aunt. And, like... Yeah, yeah. which is, like... It's, like, did nobody want to go, like, hey, maybe we shouldn't put this out. Yeah. I know. No, people will let fucking... It's great for the journal, perhaps, but not maybe Crazy for... Crazy when people have entire teams and yeah. no one says no. <laughs> yeah. Because then country has a long history of homophobia, too, which is, like, not as true anymore. But country like, music? Yeah. It's interesting. I don't know enough about country music to know, but I feel... I Country music is, of course, like, super, like, I'm a man and that's my lady and... We're in love, and that's it. You know, and we're on a train. It's so it's There's very like cis het narrative for yeah. all of it. But I don't necessarily know that they're using like slurs or even it's like not talked about. I feel. I like. think yeah. that it is a. It's an omission more than like a. I think that it is a like the kind of environment where like is less someone's less likely to come out. Okay, yeah. I went on a rabbit hole last night where I was googling Marin Morris, and Marin Morris had that thing with Jason Aldean's wife, who's a moron. Anyway, and because like about trans kids like a few months ago and then I was like wow this is wild and then who's I wa- getting statements from Jason Aldean's wife um Eddie USA I Today or something thing, Twitter <laughs> the New York Times Twitter. <laughs> yeah. the if you're on Twitter that's true Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Twitter. Everyone gets, you can just give a statement you can just give time. a statement yeah not us because we're not on Twitter but like at any time yeah. you can do that and it's fucked but I was like oh wow there's like so many environments that are like kind of shitty for gay people but are like changing totally Country music. Maren Morris is like a is. A, She's fucking obsessed with us. Yeah, she loves she us. She do the pod. She loves us. <laughs> she went on Lost Cauldron and said faggot, and they were like, "Cool." <laughs> <laughs> so that's she. She's one of us. And Maren Morris, if you're listening, you can also come on Boys Club and say faggot. <laughs> I want you to come on Boys Club and call <laughs> me. <laughs> She's we'll one of those people that's so hot, like like jarringly hot. Yeah. Like, oh my god. And then her husband, hot, is so hot, and they love gay people, both of them, because I googled her husband, and then. 
LGBT after and he Googled, he tweeted something nice about gay people. That's like great. That's really funny. Yeah. If I want to know like what someone's deal is, I'll type in their name and then LGBT. Yeah. Q. Anybody yeah. who's an artist and is smart knows that queer people push the culture and you need to get them on your side. Yeah. You know who knows that? Beyonce, Taylor, and Harry Styles, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, anybody who's yeah. been successful. Yeah, yeah. Well, last night using, I, those three people are using that yeah. in a very different way. I am not <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, that yeah. they're doing it perfectly well, but Beyonce they, does a very good job. I think. Yes, yes, yes. yes she yes. had a, got a Glad Award with her husband in 2019. I watched a speech of it last night. That's why I'm tired, I guess. And then, but at the it's funny because she said thank you to the LGBTQI community, and I was like, yeah, fuck the A's. Like it was just funny to hear That's all the funny. letters listed. And like, she just like trailed off with it. She's like, there's too many, actually. <laughs> like, I'm done with that one. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I, I do remember what I, hip hop with hip hop. Mm. In that speech, Beyonce says, credits her husband with changing perceptions of, or stigmas of queer people in hip hop. Oh, that's nice. Yes. I didn't know Jay-Z had done all that. <laughs> According to Apparently people story. are making waves for us. <laughs> and that's why you got to get married so someone can just say things about you that people believe to be true. And okay. Yeah, so it all comes back to when you're giving an Emmy speech, you can thank your WNBA wife. That is going to be so good. Yeah. And then when she gets a, a award for basketball. At the ESPYs. <laughs> okay, ESPYs. Yeah. I can't wait to go to those. <laughs> <laughs> One thing, I feel like the ESPYs are like this. Yeah. The Grammy, like the difference between like the Emmys and the Grammys. I feel like the yeah. Grammys is people... With first off, everyone who's ever been born is there. That's important, and they're all just okay. like somehow fitting in this like little room. Yeah. And their whole fucking teams are there, like all these hot people. And yeah. I feel like these are all people that have like escalates, like just like rich fucking people and their teams, and yeah. they like uh, own estates. Whereas at the Emmys, it's just like, like it's just like a bunch of like normal, really like kind of mildly famous people. Because yeah. like it's TV. Babies. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Well, music is bigger than television. I know. Remember when I on the pod when I said that musicians are really rich, and then someone's like, "No, they're not." And I was like, "No, I mean like musicians, like (laughs) pop stars, real." Yeah, no, I think the. The I mean, Taylor Swift's like on track to be the first musician billionaire, isn't she? From strictly just music. Wait, there's a video of her last night. Um, paparazzi are yelling at her. Did you see this video? No, I saw when when Trevor Noah was trying to talk to her and she was like, okay. Yeah, she's, <laughs> I love her. She. I feel like she can do whatever she wants. But someone was like, get out of the shop, publicist. And she's like, hey, relax to that. And it was like the hottest thing I've ever seen. I was oh, like, good for her. her. Yeah, I think she's like, does whatever she She's really wants. coming into her own. I think we're going to see like who she really is over the next like decade and a half. 10 albums and 33 years into her life. And like, that's when it's 10 it's albums. So. God so. damn, is she good? Yeah. Wow. She's incredible. Um, Okay, well, I'm manifesting for you a WNBA. Wait, wife. can we ask one question that's not the next one? Wait, can I ask? I'll make it quick. What Taylor Swift album are you? Which one am I? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. You don't have to have like a good answer. I kind of <laughs> no. I have a really good answer, which is this has been on my mind a lot. Is I think I'm red because I think <laughs> anger has really been on my mind as an incredible emotion. Okay. Yeah. And red is kind of angry, right? Yeah. It's kind of an angry. I know you were trouble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been really All into be well. like, no, people should be allowed to be angry and like express that. Yeah. Um, in a safe way, like yeah. not in a scary way, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, if you're rightfully yeah. angry about something, I think we cast anger so bad, and I'm like, no, let's let people be mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, some things are fucked up. Like, let people express that they're mad. Yeah. And um, so I, I would so go red. Yeah. If you let so it angry. fester too long, it just gets yeah. worse. Like, you got to be able totally. to like just unscrew the top a little bit. Yeah. Once in a while. Yeah. And the whole thing of like who's socialized to like express anger and totally. who isn't. Like, there's so I much going on. I people that have 
anger that kind of manifests is just like a fuck that and can kind of like shut the door. Yeah. Because I'm like very like not. I don't know. Totally. I'm, I'm a little more turbulent. This goes back to our people pleasing thing at the beginning though of just like sitting there and taking yes. it and not just being like saying what you anger sometimes is just saying what you want. Yes. And yeah. saying that was fucked yes. up. Yeah. Yeah. Setting boundaries. I love also that we're calling it taking it when when someone's talking about having sisters and you're just like this is us taking it. It kind of is. <laughs> though. Okay. Wait, yeah, I, I have sisters. I was in a boys club yesterday. I totally forgot to bring this up on the pod, but I felt very proud of myself. I keep putting so, with you, but it's not intentional. <laughs> well, it's intentional when I do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, love is blossoming. Um, so I was at, there was like, there's like a store down the street for me that's like yeah. sells fucking everything. It's like not a bodega, but it's like a houseware store that has like just like every fucking thing you could imagine on the shelves. Exactly. And it's like just the worst quality stuff you could imagine. Yeah. And it's all a dollar, you know? <laughs> so I, I went in there to get some, uh, these little like metal trays or uh, aluminum trays to cook my baked ziti in. And there were three bucks. And so I gave the guy $3. And one of the dollars I had was like from my pants or jacket pocket. So it had been washed and it had like a little bit of dye on it because of that. And it was kind of crumpled. So I was like, and I gave it to him. And he was like, do you have another dollar? And I was like, no. I hate him. I go, no. And he was like, you have to give me a different dollar. And I go, no, I don't. That one works, doesn't it? And he was like, okay. And then took it. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like yeah. Mm. Wait, can you do an actual impression, a realistic impression of what you were like in the moment? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> I gave him my dollar, and then he says, "This doesn't work. Do you have any, you have to give me. You have to give me another dollar." No, I don't. You can use that, can't you? You said no. I don't. I said no. I don't. You can use that. God, you were so scary. I know. I was. <laughs> I walked out of there and I was like, "Who the hell was that guy?" <laughs> I was so impressed with myself. Yeah, there's something really because I never would do that. Sp- spitting out the truth. And I don't know if that's like a. A masculinity thing or if it's a New York thing or a little bit of both but I feel like I'm just like now I'm just like no take my dollar you know like (laughs) it works it's not ripped also money is nothing gross and stupid it's also three bucks yeah so calm down anyway and you're like I have a podcast and I will be (laughs) and I will be doxing you on it and we will be naming names this is the one name Connor won't have to cut (laughs) too bad I don't know his name but and I didn't want to give him a hard time I know he's just working hard and I'm just like but at the same time I'm like come on you, you yeah. can take this. Take yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I don't know how I derailed us onto that conversation. But oh, no, anger and standing up for yourself. Standing up for yourself. Yeah. 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 Anger, I think, is like, I think it's good to have a little fuck you. I think yeah. it's good for yeah. people who aren't usually allowed to express that. Totally. Like, yeah. I'm obviously not talking about like straight white men expressing anger. Like, no, whatever. No, that's good. Yeah. But for people who are like, are taught not to express anger because mm-hmm. they'll like be perceived a certain way, I'm like, no, let people give a little fuck you. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Also, anger is so good for, like, I think, like, getting people to do things. Like yeah. you said, like, getting your dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to step on her throat a little bit. Sometimes you have to express anger. <laughs> yeah. And Taylor Swift knows that. She does. She does. <laughs> a lot of anger. Red is red's not a... F- like, because I love Speak Now. Speak Now is so... F- I mean, it is angry, but there's also so much fun and flirtiness in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red is way more... Red is, like... Meghan Markle in a hat. Like, it's way more buttoned Ooh. up, kind of serious. Yeah, it's like kind of like grow. It's grown. It's grown. It's grown. Speak red now. Grown. Oh, red. Sorry. Red. Reddish. Like, sh- yeah. I'm not, I was going to make a girl's reference, but I'm not because it's about the end. I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, spoilers. No, no spoilers. Are you watching right now? No. Okay. I, I know there's like a resurgence happening. Have you watched it before? I've seen it like if I've gone over to someone's apartment and okay. they're watching it. So I've seen like sporadic episodes. But it I've never like, my life. sat you down and watched watch it. it. You think? 
Yeah. Sorry okay. to the boys at home I for the fifth episode in a row that we are bringing up. Girls. But we're doing yeah. a panel, right? <laughs> we're doing a panel. Are we gonna do a panel? At some point, we're gonna do a girls episode, which is like season three. Yes, like midway through. But I got derailed to watch the new HBO zombie show. Oh my god! Did you watch episode three? I the cried. Last of Us? I sobbed. I sobbed. What is up with zombie shows creating the is most beautiful? It's the most beautiful love story ever in gay. one episode. Gay. Oh. Nick Offerman and the guy from uh, Hearing Straight People. Parks and Rec. Well, yeah, he's from, but who's the, the other guy's? Um, the guy from the first season of White Lotus, who's like oh, the, the guy who works at the concierge. Armand. Yeah, Armand. Yes. Armand. Yeah. 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 Armand, don't fucking moron. That's no, okay. You were I close. Murray. Murray. Yeah. Murray. No, Something. Murray yes. Hill. I want to say Murray Hill. I know what you mean. Long. That guy. It's a it's a love story Hot between Murray. them. You don't even have to have seen the rest of the no, show to watch totally that episode. Watch it's kind of it's a bottle episode, so you can watch it. How many episodes is it? Well, there are four out. I haven't seen the most recent one because I, I was watching. The I Grammys. love a bottle episode. I really, I truly just watched it for episode three. Oh, yeah, uh, and it was worth it. And I, it. I, it I so sobbed good. several times. Yeah, yeah. I want to feel again. So I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah, you should you watch it. Feel. You'll feel. Oh, you'll feel. It's like you'll a beautiful feel. like gay people just like finding happiness. Yeah, and like creating their own little corner of the world. It's really cool. And, yeah, it's and really it's beautiful. it's also like, I it, it's impressive. The like bunker he creates, it's, it's like insane. so it's thought insane. out. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah, you should watch. What is a boys club that you wish to see in the world? Okay, and I wanna I wanna be a part of this when it gets created, and I think it's almost there. Okay, I wanna go to space. <laughs> so yes. bad. And here's the thing: is I think it's changed from like it used to be like as a kid, you'd be like, I wanna be an astronaut, mm-hmm. and everyone would be like. That's great. That's actually so hard. Like yeah. you have to go to school for years. You have to go through intense really physical smart. training. Yeah. Okay. Now you can just be a billionaire's girlfriend. <laughs> They'll send you to space. Okay. Bezos. WNBA wife to space pipeline. To space pipeline. Space Jam three. Yeah. <laughs> the way that that was not about making money. It was about dating money. Yeah. Dating beautiful. money. That's what this podcast is about. Yeah. You, you can't no longer... make money in this country. You can date money in this yeah. country. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's what the American dream actually is. That's the American dream. Mm-hmm. American yeah. dream is mm-hmm. about dating. It's not yes. about working. Yeah. But also it just feels like space is becoming more accessible in a yes. crazy way. Totally. Like See, you don't I, have to be an astronaut to go to space anymore. Yeah. Anxious I, kid in me. Do you remember with the Challenger? I was in third yeah, grade. So I, I always think about that every day. Really and sad, yeah. so I'm just like, I don't know. I wonder if in our lifetime it'll be the type of thing that it is like as accessible as perhaps like a plane ride. Or like going to Disney World. Yeah, like I wonder how accessible going to space will become. Maybe like going. What's a place that like like maybe like going to the Windsor Castle? Like you have to be invited by the royal family, so it's like hard. So not that accessible is what you're saying. Yeah, like a thing where it's like, <laughs> like oh, we know invite like, only space reach. trips. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is where we're at. Ultimate Boys right Club. Yeah, yeah, that Ultimate is kind of where we're at right I now. Want to go to space? That's so fair. You don't have a sense of adventure, and I respect that. <laughs> Wait, I don't. I think I, it would make me nervous. I, I don't know yeah. that that's something I want either. I like but I don't know. Here. I think it would be cool to see the Earth from space. I want to be, yeah, I think what I want is to be, like, so awed by an experience. Um, you got to do mushrooms. I told you this. Yeah, I got to do mushrooms. <laughs> Remember our conversation? It's going to come to. <laughs> about mushrooms and ketamine? 
Do I have to delete it from the podcast? I need to do drugs. I don't need to go to space. I just I don't to even want people to know what mushrooms. the conversation was. I just want people to know that one time in a Bushwick bar, you and I had a life changing conversation around mushrooms and ketamine <laughs> that like really changed me. Wow, and that's all. Yeah, I I wonder if someday they're gonna be like, here are your options. You can go see the Earth from space, or you can do ayahuasca. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the only way you're going to move forward. For sure, the, the latter. Because one of those things our ancestors did to find peace. Ayahuasca? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want... I, here's the thing. Maybe if I went to space, I would shit myself too, but I don't want to shit myself from ayahuasca. Wait, people yeah. are shitting themselves And throwing up. Well, then I'm not doing ayahuasca. You have like full it's body full evacuations. Action, yeah. I barely have body control right now. Well, get ready to lose it. I'm not doing Get ready to lose it. <laughs> I won't do that. Um, throwing up doesn't freak me out. So what about space... Other, the awe yeah. experience is what lowers the awe, you. And then also zero gravity. Uh, yeah, totally. I'm like, hell yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> I know. I always That's wanted so to go funny. to Florida to go to the like space station to like jump around in the zero yes. gravity thing. It was yeah. like, always like when I was a kid, I was like, I would do anything to go jump around zero gravity. Mm-hmm. You wanted to go to space camp. I wanted, yes, I wanted to be an astronaut when I was a kid. I was very upset. I had like You've all never this, like, said yeah. this. You've never said this before. <laughs> I'm sorry that on episode 47 you're learning this about I me. wanted to be Disney Channel so original late. star, like a Disney Channel star. Yeah. It's funny that yeah. you're like, in 20 years I want to be this, and I'm like, I want to be this tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I was always like- You I, had short-term goals, and I had, I was yes. playing the long game, because yeah. I knew I couldn't be an astronaut kid. Yeah. But I had like this um like toy chest of like- boys dress up stuff that I got for some birthday or Christmas and it was like firefighter cop sorry race car driver and astronaut and those were like the things and my mom was like you actually can't be any of those jobs when you grow up because they're all too dangerous (laughs) she's not wrong she's not wrong um but I yeah I was like obsessed with space I had like a a bunch of like planetarium shit and I really wanted to do zero gravity walking around totally what appeals to me about going to space is kind of just like getting to go with like a group of people that you form close connections with right it's a bonding experience oh the ultimate i would say anything where it's like i think it it makes me feel so small Mm. i love that feeling Mm -hmm. that i think that would be so fun yeah (laughs) to just feel like oh the universe is like so big yeah okay i have i have a question for both of you yeah if and boys at home feel free to answer in your cars or trains or wherever you might find us um if you had the option to go to space and let's say that cost whatever amount of money and like the equivalent of like five trips to anywhere on earth would you go to space once or those five any places you wanted to go i would go to space for sure yeah okay what yeah. about you Nico, i would go to london once you know what <laughs> I mean? over space here yeah i think I, I think i would opt for the five places on earth but i haven't i haven't traveled a ton outside of the united states so maybe that's what's making me want to travel have you traveled a lot totally i haven't traveled that much i've traveled a lot in the u.s yeah not, me yeah. too yeah, yeah. Like very uh, regional but travel. I think like space, just like come on. I hear you. I I definitely would want to see the Earth from space. I think that would be really cool. And then when you came back, I guess this is how people talk about traveling too. But like when you come back, you're gonna look at the world so different. Yeah. How you can you not space? Tell every person you'd be like, I was actually just in space. Where'd yeah. you come from? Oh, outer space. Yeah. Actually, the coffees they do coffee different up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a powder. It's a powder. <laughs> Somebody doesn't it feel like enough to know that it's there. No, because I don't know what's there. <laughs> I want to, yeah. I just think it's one of those things where it's like, you don't know what it is until you do it. And we're at a time where we can go to space. That's crazy. I think looking out into the vastness yeah. would be like, whoa. Yeah. Wait, maybe go to the ocean. Totally. And I do get the same feeling there. The middle uh, of the ocean? 
Not too, the middle. Too Fuck scary. that. Too no, scary. Not the middle. <laughs> Way too scary. I don't even like going on an airplane over the ocean. I, I hate airplanes. I just yes, got stressed out actually about airplanes. I hate airplanes. I just decided. Yeah, we're not sending you to space. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you're. I don't think you're ready for space. But I hear you. Space would be cool. Yeah, I think it would be so. cool. You're so right too. We are at that time where it's like, well, we have the time. access. We might in Wait, our. I don't get why we're going. We don't even know what's in the ocean. Why are we going to space? Stop going to space. No, totally. I think to be clear, I think it's like crazy that we're spending money on going to space, mm-hmm. but like. If it's happening anyway, I want to go. <laughs> so, so I are did. Taxes higher, so one guy can go to space. Well, well why not fucked. have that be me? <laughs> yeah. I did hear something about actually Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about this uh-huh. on a podcast where he was saying like queer icon. Go on. Is he? Yeah. Well, so he was talking about like somebody was asking him like should like NASA step aside for like private funded like people like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos to like take over, and he was like no because like the, there's no profit at current of going no to space profit. and there yeah. probably won't ever be in like a reasonable time frame be profit in going to space yeah so like jeff bezos and and elon musk will like go up there and see it and they're gonna be like well we're not gonna keep doing this because no. we can't profit off this versus like nasa is doing it solely for like exploration and curiosity so like we have to keep publicly funded programs like that because it's like it's the only like non-profit ba- it's not the all science is that way it's about like, yeah. but like specifically with space because it's not like we're trying to cure anything or it's like there's no process end game for profit it doesn't have anything for us to gain from it but it does like exploration and learning more about the planet and physics and like where we came from and what we are yeah like that's where we're learning about a lot of that i think a lot of like physics i think comes from space study yeah and like learning about that so i don't i I don't think it's unnecessary i think we should but it it is like one of those things that i think we're gonna see like billionaires kind of like go up there and be like all right we're not doing that anymore yeah unless they can like get rich people to like pay a bunch of money to go do it but which will be yeah in which case it's not actually it's so expensive to send something to space that like the tickets to do that would have to be unreal for them to make a profit on it but i am kind of pro just putting a ton of rich people in a spacecraft and And sending them out out there (laughs) like go see call us when you get back from mars (laughs) (laughs) i hope it blows up (laughs) yeah yeah sayonara if you're a billionaire get on that thing yep can you imagine them all like not even it blowing up they're just like stuck in space together well do you remember the challenger (laughs) there was like a random but i think it was a challenger i might be wrong sorry it was like a random teacher that went with them and then they all died yes and that is sad but the rich going up and yeah nobody's losing sleep over that one can you imagine (laughs) six astronauts and then one mrs frizzle Like the like we went to school with teachers. We had teachers. We know teachers. They're named Lauren, and they're just like they're your dad. Yeah, I love him. Is your dad a teacher? Yeah, he's a history teacher. teacher. English teacher. Sorry, English English teacher. Sorry, Mr. Grande. English English is history. So an English teacher is famously gay people's favorite. Yeah, that's beautiful. He's an ally. Yeah, he told me he had. I think I said this on the pod already, but like I asked him if he had any gay students, and he was like, I don't know. Like I sometimes they paint their nails, but you can't really tell. And I was like, that's true, you can't really tell. They had one that did a a paper on on Earth were briefly gorgeous, and I was like, that's gay as hell. That's really gay. Yeah, gay. Oh, he's probably such an ally to them. Do they know that he has three gay sons? No, I bet they don't. That's a statistic anomaly, by the way. That's crazy. That's three gay sons. Yeah. I know. Someone told me, tried to tell me it wasn't that shocking. I was like, well, okay, that's refreshing, I guess, too. It really does freak people when out. When people don't, when people act like it's completely not like a statistical anomaly, you're like, okay, get real. Yeah. It doesn't you can be pro gay people and also be like, that's insane. Yeah, that it's is weird. 100%? That's yeah. the stat. Three for three. It's three kind of three. a bummer, honestly. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three's a lot. 
Three's a lot. My dad's my parents are one for five. Yeah. Which is same. Think, yeah. Wait, that's the perfect number. One for four. That's yeah. I think that, that like, twenty and twenty five percent of the house. Yeah. Nice. Somewhere <laughs> between like twenty and thirty three percent is like really where you want your gay ratio to fall in a family. In any family. <laughs> totally. But any, then they start to feel less special. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get all the attention. There are no grandkids. You, yeah, you don't get to, like, play that trump card all the time. I know. Because it's like, yeah, so is everybody else. No, I will say, as an alcoholic with neurodivergence, I yeah, have Yes, so you just kind of had to play. find something else, huh? Yeah, you like a lot of cards else. to play. <laughs> you got to find attention some other way in this house. <laughs> Yesterday, I texted my whole group chat, and I said, why does Jonah on Veep have so much access? I don't understand his job. No one responded hours later. I left the group chat. Isn't it called Connor's family? Yeah. And you That's left. No, I want to change now it to it's my, just family. Now it's just family. That's funny. Still a picture of me. It's so aggressive that when you leave a group chat, it tells everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Connor left so the group chat. Left. left the chat. And then you don't get to see what everyone says about that. Ugh. They probably didn't say anything to those cocks. I was, <laughs> I was added to a group chat the other day that was like sort of for an event, but sort of people were using it just to like message. And there were so yeah. many numbers I did not have. And then a number I didn't have added three numbers I didn't have. And I was like, I have to get out of this. Yeah. Wait, who were those people? I don't even know because That's it was a number I didn't have. Chat. Anyway. There was that one game where people were playing at that bar where you, were you there? And if you won, you got to draft a text to someone. Oh, no. and then send it to them. I was like, I can't play this because I don't have any of these people's fucking numbers saved. And it'd be so awkward to be like, actually, I don't have any numbers saved. So, That's uh, so funny. And this person I know intimately, can you say? I was going to say, if I played, I was going to be like, no matter who, I have to send it to every that person, no matter what, has to say their number out loud. So no one, like, so it's not as uncomfortable. Yeah. That's funny. People I know kind of intimately. <laughs> no, it's okay. But it's good to save numbers so that you are yes. always have the balls always in your court. Yeah. Especially if you're working with that person. And they you have, have more control. Yes. If you yes. have a number saved. If you know yeah. who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I feel. Do you guys feel less anxious than when you started? Yeah, totally. I feel really good. Totally. Um, but better, but better than when you started, right? Absolutely. I feel. I feel at ease now. I hope you both do too. Yeah. How yeah. do you feel? I feel good. Good. Okay. Thank God. This was therapy. I think this you're so, so lovely. Yeah, I Tina. Thank you, you so, so much for being on. This Some is so beautiful. Fucking incredible boys clubs. Those <laughs> were all incredible. three three brand new ones too. I, I love when we get new <laughs> yes. ones. Yes. Yes. Those are really good. Um, yeah. Do you want to plug uh, your socials or anything? I know we kind of teased it yes. earlier. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I am at WNBA wife. I think on all the socials. Yeah. Um, and if you're in the W. WNBA. I feel like that would be no one took it. I saw somebody no posted WNBA it. girlfriend the other day was a t- somebody's handle. Yes, and I was like, so there is someone who's really Twitter famous. At yeah, WNBA. And well, less ambitious than you though. Yeah, yeah. And less, what's funny is someone sent ambitious. me a post that was on a meme account from them, and they were like, "Oh my god, you're famous!" And I was like, "That's not me." Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually the wife. I'm not just ring. a girlfriend. Okay. Um, yeah, and if you're in the WNBA and you're listening, hit us up. Hit yeah. up Tina. Yeah. I would also, even if you're not romantically interested. I'd take tickets. Yeah, we would love tickets. Yeah. If you're in the WNBA or anyone at the box office of the Liberty, mm-hmm. we would love tickets. Yes. I love events. Yeah. I'm doing PR for you guys yeah. so hard. <laughs> we are. Absolutely. Um, all right. We'll get out of here in a smooch on three. One, two, three. Hey, boys. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C-O-N-O-R. Panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.